The Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. Those who are blind receive their sight. Those who are lame walk. Those with leprosy are cleansed. Those who are deaf hear. The dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the dominion of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. In today's Gospel reading, we hear, from, we hear more from John the Baptizer, or at least his followers, because John is in prison. His prophetic message got him in trouble with Herod. John is questioning whether Jesus is actually the one true Messiah. Now, it's helpful to know that messianic figures were a dime a dozen at the time. There was always someone popping up with a group of followers, promising signs and wonders and proclaiming judgment on the world. That was common. And like clockwork, once they caused enough unrest among the people, the Roman Empire would swoop in and squash them all. John's question comes from the trouble he had reconciling Jesus' actions with the preconceived idea of what a Messiah would and should be. The Messiah couldn't possibly be a glutton and a drunkard, as some people had labeled Jesus, because of the company he kept. People, no doubt, made assumptions about what a Messiah would be. Some thought a Messiah would inspire military retaliation against Rome and end the occupation. Some thought that a Messiah would be a priestly figure and a symbol of holiness. Some thought that a Messiah would transform the world and save people from all their troubles. Now, Jesus met some of those expectations for some of these people, but he didn't check all of the boxes for John. So the question came from John in prison. Are you the one who is to come? Are we going to wait for another one? You can imagine John's wondering, am I in prison for someone who's a fraud? 
and ultimately not even the right Messiah? Last week in Matthew 3, we heard John tell the people, I baptize you with water for repentance, but the one who is to come will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And for John, someone who ate with tax collectors and sinners was not fitting of the stature he thought that the Messiah should have. Where was the axe cutting down the unfruitful trees? Where was the winnowing fork throwing chaff into the fire? John's question is born out of what we call cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is a term that describes the mental discomfort that results from holding two conflicting ideas, beliefs, or values at the same time. For John, he had already prophetically proclaimed that Jesus was the one true Messiah. But John also now saw and heard reports of what Jesus was doing and who he was hanging with. And those things didn't line up. This is probably something that's happened to you before. There's an internal discomfort when things that we thought to be true suddenly are called into question. You feel embarrassed. You feel ashamed. You feel regretful and like you need to justify the choices you've made. John's question, are you the one? Is his own wrestling with the idea that perhaps he was wrong? Perhaps Jesus isn't who John thought he was. John may have expected Jesus to welcome those who were excluded, but he did not expect the Messiah himself to be marginalized. Jesus had gone well beyond welcoming them to becoming the same as the marginalized. By eating with them. Are you the one? Is a question of identity. Are you who you say you are? People are still asking that question. When people visit our church. For the first time. They're asking that question. Are you the church. That's going to accept me. As I am. Are you the church that's going to include me or shun me? Are you the church who's going to show me who Jesus really is? Those questions may not get voiced out loud, but they are asked every time someone walks in this building. Those same questions that people ask our church are also asked about you. The people in your life are asking you, are you the one who's going to betray me? Are you the one who's going to change how you feel about me? Are you the one who is going to offer me mercy and grace when I need it? John asks Jesus, are you the one. And Jesus' response is a rundown of the actions that made John ask the question to begin with. People are being healed. People who are marginalized are being restored to wholeness. 
John's disciples leave Jesus to relay the message back to him. And what happens next is totally surprising. You see, it's at that point that Jesus could rightfully denounce John for his question. Who is this guy to question me? What kind of prophet could prepare the way for me and then turn around and doubt me right after that? But that's not what Jesus does. Jesus doesn't criticize John. Instead, Jesus affirms John as the greatest of the prophets. Jesus makes room for John to doubt and to grow in faith. Jesus validates John and every single one of you. When you have doubts and unbelief that any of this makes sense or could be true. The good news is this. The faith of Jesus is not about certainty. It's about trust. Jesus welcomes sinners and eats with them. That includes you. Every Sunday, Jesus welcomes you to his table and eats with you. Jesus accepts those who doubt and question whether he is the one. That includes you. Every Sunday, you can bring the doubts and the questions with you. Thanks be to God for this good news. Amen.